Welcome to the Professional Writer Podcast, episode number 10. The title of this episode is Moving from Self-Focused to Self-Forgetful. I'm your host, Laura Christensen, and I'm here to help you confidently plan, launch, and grow your writing-related business. You'll find the show notes for today's episode at bloggingbistro.com. Think about a time that you've been with three or more people. Maybe you were at a networking event or a conference or maybe a social event or even a family gathering. And you're having a conversation with someone and that person appears to be constantly looking around to see who else they'd rather be talking to. I've been on the receiving end of that kind of behavior and to my shame, I admit, I've also done that to others occasionally. It's a sign of a self-absorbed person who's really only interested in using others to make herself look good. Ouch. (laughs) Well, a self-focused person is the opposite of a self-forgetful person. A self-forgetful person isn't concerned with how she looks or whom she's with or what others might be thinking of her. She isn't thinking about herself at all. She's sincerely focused on the person she's interacting with and what they are saying. Whenever we walk away from talking with a self-forgetful person, we know it inside. We can feel the difference. That person is giving us a gift. It's the gift of their full attention. They're telling us without saying so that we matter. That information that I just shared with you is adapted from a book titled Sensitive and Strong, a guide for highly sensitive persons and those who love them by my friend Sherry Gregory and her co-author Denise J. Hughes. Sherry and Denise were examining a passage from another book titled The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness by Timothy Keller. Sherry and Denise write that embracing the gift of self-forgetfulness enables us to be fully present with others fully engaged in what the other person is saying, because this kind of person is not thinking about herself. She's a gift to everyone around her. And that is the gift of self-forgetfulness. They go on to say, as HSPs, which is highly sensitive persons, as HSPs, we want to be that kind of friend, that kind of coworker, that kind of spouse, that kind of parent. And I would add to that, that kind of writer, that kind of business person. I love that contrast between self-focused and self-forgetful. I think it ties in beautifully with what we discussed in last week's episode number nine, which was titled Being True to Yourself. And in episode number nine, we talked about all the things that platform building experts and marketing gurus tell us that we need to do or that we must do if we're going to fulfill their definition of successful writer. I mentioned how several of the ways that I'm intentionally choosing to build my business fly directly in the face of the so-called wisdom that these marketers are dispensing. When I read Sensitive and Strong, I realized that the reason I've chosen to do the things that fly in the face of the wisdom that the marketers are dispensing and why doing those things energizes me rather than drains me is because when I'm doing them, I don't feel self-focused at all. I feel self-forgetful, and that's how I want to feel. 
And in episode number three of the podcast titled Going All In, I told you about why I decided to start this podcast now instead of three years ago when I first began considering launching a podcast. One marketer I know chastised me for waiting three years. He told me, do you realize how much money you've left on the table by not starting your podcast sooner? And I looked him right in the eye and replied, yes, I do. (laughs) And I'm perfectly fine with that. Because three years ago, and two years ago, or even one year ago, I wasn't ready to start a podcast. But now I am. And here's the cool thing, which my friend Sherry Gregory, the co-author of Sensitive and Strong, reaffirmed in a Voxer message that she sent me, which incidentally she dictated while she was working out on her elliptical. Sherry said, I'm thrilled to hear that you're starting a podcast. I think you're going to have a blast with it. There's something about podcasting that frees up your creativity and gets you thinking in new directions. And Sherry was so on target with her prediction. As I was preparing to launch the Professional Writer Podcast, I devoted a couple of hours each workday for about a month, brainstorming topics and themes and outlining the first 10 episodes. During those two weeks, I wrote over 25,000 words, and the ideas have been flowing, and I'm feeling such freedom and joy as I settle into communicating in a way that's stretching and growing me. In their book, Sensitive and Strong, Sherry and Denise include a chapter titled The Gift of Time, saying yes to less so you can give more. The chapter includes a six-word, six-question exercise to help us prayerfully consider new commitments. The exercise starts with asking yourself a basic question that's only six words long. And the question is, why am I doing this now? As you're considering a new commitment, ask yourself the question six different ways, putting the emphasis on a different word each time, and then pray for guidance. So I'm going to give you an example of how to do that. Why am I doing this now? 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 Let's go back and talk through each of those six ways of emphasizing a different word in that sentence and some follow-up questions that you can ask yourself for each one of those. So let's start with putting the emphasis on the first word, the why. Why am I doing this now? Why? What's your motivation? As I asked myself the why question, I added, am I doing this because I want to be self-focused or self-forgetful? Now, for me, the goal is to become self-forgetful. So I found that why question very helpful at examining my motivations. Number two, we're going to put the emphasis on the word am. Why am I doing this now? Am. This is a deeper purpose question, and the answer takes some digging. For example, let's say a friend invites you to meet for coffee or lunch. And sometimes the why answer, such as, well, that sounds like fun, covers up the true answer, which might be, well, I'm feeling overextended, so I'm looking for an escape. So why am I doing this now? That's a deeper purpose question. 
The third one puts the emphasis on the word I. Why am I doing this now? And this is an identity question, and it comes with two follow-up questions. Is this something only I can do? Am I doing it because I'm lured by the idol of productivity or the idol of being needed or the idol of human approval or the idol of false peace? Fourth, we're going to put the emphasis on the word doing. Why am I doing this now? Doing is a process question. So you can ask yourself, okay, at this point in the process, is doing the right step? Or perhaps I should be researching or reflecting or resting or seeking counsel or asking for help or waiting or even backing away. So doing, it's a process question. Is doing the right step at this point? Fifth, we have this. Why am I doing this now? This is a priority question. Of all the things I could be doing, is this the best use of my time and energy? Or do I need to reprioritize how I'm using my time? And finally, we end with the now. Why am I doing this now? Now is a timing question. Is there a green light to move forward? Or maybe it's a yellow light that you should slow down or a big red light that says stop. Does this project have to be done now? Or is there a better time to work on it? Do I already have enough on my plate? And do I need to fulfill other commitments before starting new ones? Well, that's your action step for today, friends. We're keeping it simple today, short and sweet. As you're evaluating whether to take on the next opportunity that comes your way, whether that's a writing gig or something else, ask yourself the simple six-word question. Why am I doing this now? Ask it six ways, putting the emphasis on a different word each time, and then pray for wisdom to discern whether this is the right path for you to take now. Thanks so much for joining me today for the Professional Writer Podcast. You'll find the show notes, which includes a link to the Sensitive and Strong book at bloggingbistro.com. And while you're there, you can subscribe to the show so you'll get email notifications of each new episode. I also have a Professional Writer podcast Facebook group that you can join where we can continue the discussion of those six little words that we talked about today. I'll talk with you again next week.